How can average working citizens like us, how can we reform our unjust financial system to erode the wealth and power of big banks, traditional corporations, and the super rich, and redistribute that wealth and power to average working citizens without relying on politicians or regulations? This is the question we ask on the Crowd Effect podcast. I am your host, Paul Lovejoy, activist, investment advisor, and founder of Stakeholder Enterprise. On the rainforest island of Luzon in the Philippines lives a community of hunter-gatherers called the Aita tribe. Now, the Aita, being that they're hunter and gatherers, rely on one another heavily, being that, let's say, you, you as a member of that tribe go out and have an unsuccessful hunt, well, other people, uh, other members of your tribe may perhaps have had a successful hunt and they do food sharing. Now, this is common practice, not just uh, with the Aita tribe, but with all hunter-gatherers. This has been a a practice that has been uh, studied in hunter-gatherer tribes around the world, and it has been thought of that this has been going on for thousands and thousands of years uh, for hunter-gatherer tribes. They rely on each other. They need this this community to increase their chance of survival. I, I would think that it's really embedded in human beings' DNA to have a sense of community to increase your chance of survival. So the Aita tribe, uh, they are going through some changes right now, being that there's large deforestation and encroachment on their tribal lands in in Luzon. And now this tribe needs help from another community, the global community, to protect their lands and to allow them to keep this tradition of hunter and and gathering uh, societies going on. Okay, so, so what does hunting and gathering have anything to do with reforming our financial system. Well, to have the best chance of reforming it, we need to have a community of financial activists and specifically a community of crowd investors. Um, This, because one investor, one philanthropist, they may have a a large amount of money and, and can do some good, but with a large group, not only do you have um, many people coming together for a, 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 a project that is beneficial, that, that people choose voluntarily to, to be a part of, not only are they putting their, their money in it, but there's a new, uh, they're gaining a new sense of awareness of uh, this, this certain project that's happening. Uh, perhaps there would be a crowdfunded investment to the Aita tribe. Now, now there isn't because at this point we are trying to build a community of crowd investors. That's one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast. It's the reason why I started Stakeholder Enterprise is to, to build a, a community. Now, community is incredibly important. <clears throat> Let's say a big bank or a traditional corporations 
wants to set up some or, or try and pass some law uh, against a crowdfunding or, or crowd lending. Well, by having a large community, we have a louder voice and, and a single voice that that can uh, prevent something like this. Uh, not only that, um, being that we're, we're talking about investments, there's also other communities that already exist, such as the non-governmental regulation uh, agency of FINRA that I'm a member of. And they have already um, have stood up for crowd investments and have been a positive voice for uh, this movement of, of inclusiveness for all, uh, all Americans being able to participate in a, a healthy economy that works for us all. I think on their website, they mentioned something about a vibrant um, community of, of investors. Uh, anyways, um, having this community um, also, I, I know yesterday I, I spoke about uh, how these steps are all connected and uh, it's same with the, the community. Um, the, these hunter-gatherer tribes uh, their, their community has a diversified approach towards um, getting different uh, sources of food. Uh, for example, uh, in the, the Aita tribe, they get, get a lot of their food from fishing. But it also happens to be where the largest snakes in the world live. And they uh, also eat snakes, these, these massive pythons. You should see some of these pictures of it. It's 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 amazing to see you know how big these snakes actually are. And if you catch a snake, man, that's that's a lot of food, and and you can uh, feed your your tribe. So they're using uh, diversification uh, as a way to increase their survival as well. So uh, that's all I'm going to talk about for today. Tomorrow I'm going to do a, a wrap up of all of the steps of success and and really go into further detail about how it's all connected towards um, really towards human beings uh, own increase uh, their chance of survival all these five steps have been used for thousands of years and that's what we're going to be talking about next time so in the meantime i am a crowd vest I'm a crowd investor and I see you are one too.